This is Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Yeah, it's your man K.I. from bed and I'm actually in bed believe it or not. Um, I got my special guest co-host in the building. I got a new crew. My old crew is still around somewhere, but I got a new crew up in the joint. Um, I'm introducing A. Divine, the mastermind, who's in the building from Philly. Avis is like, y'all remember Mama Montego back in the day on, I forget, what, 98.7 Kiss or WBLS? And she'd be like, hello, darling. She'd come on and you ask her dating and relationship questions and she drops something on you. Tell you to eat some curry goat or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> Avis ain't quite like that, but right. Avis gets it in. So let's welcome A. Devon, the mastermind. She's actually my real life, living, breathing guardian angel. And I thought, you know, how cool would it be to extend that to other people and allow um, her to share her amazing aura with the viewing audience? So A. Devon, you in the building? Well, thank you so much, K.I. from Bed-Stuy for that beautiful introduction. I have nothing else to say. That's it? <laughs> you did it all. You did it all. Thank you Tell so us. much. Hello, everyone. I hope yeah. everyone is doing well. Yes. My name is Avis Bay. Inside of my humanist, I work for the city of Philadelphia as a medical clerk where I have been for the past 20 years. Thank you, Divine. You better get ahead with yourself. And I'm so sorry. I meant to do this, Kay, before we got started. I yeah. wanted to send up a prayer. Come on. For everyone highest good that's involved inside of this moment, this okay. project, and this journey. Boom. So inside of my service, I serve to the best of my ability with the health department. I am a comforter, a listener, a healer, a guardian angel, a sister, daughter, mother, and a soulmate. Which will now lead us to the yeah, question. That's gonna be one of our that's gonna be one of our, our topics. Uh and the other soul, amazing soul that's in the building is brother Olin Gibson. Olin, welcome to the show. Thank man. you. Good Thank to you. see you. Yes. So uh, this is Olin Gibson, big O, keeping you in the know, yes. giving you more. Um, <laughs> I got to thank Nas for inviting me out here to be a part of this production. Ah. Uh, my background, I've been in New York uh, for about 10 years now by way of North Carolina. So y'all may be able to pick up on the, the southern dialect here and there. But um, for the most part, I'm just really excited to be here, be a part of this. That's what's up. And then I also, last but most certainly not least, I have uh, a special guest who's in the building, but she's not mic'd up. Miss Charmaine Delator. And let me tell you, I got two fine ones up in this giant today, son. It's hot. I'm about to take this blazer off. And and definitely want to shout out uh, my co-producer, uh, Mr. Bumpy. Bumpy's in the building. Bumpy. Bringing the audio to us, yelling at me, telling me I'm talking too loud, too long, and the whole nine. <laughs> um, but yo, yeah, keeping keeping us on point. Listen, had to take a bit of a break, um, uh, just to deal with some personal issues, um, and I'll discuss that at another time for another episode. But y'all ready to get started? Y'all ready to jump in? Yeah, hear the good feel story. Oh, oh, boom, yo, that's my man. All right, so we're gonna jump right in, and as customary, we're gonna do the feel good story of the day. Because we're always used to hearing terrible stories, right? Yes. Yes. We're inundated yeah, yeah. with horrible, terrible stories. Yes. Enough. Yep. Right? 
fear is not going to be a factor when you come up in here and listen to Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. It's going to go a little something like this. I'm about to do this feel-good story today. Here's mine. So a cheerleader jumps off a parade float so that she can save a choking toddler in the crowd. Okay? Yes. Al, 17-year-old Tyra Winters isn't just renowned at her high school for being an excellent cheerleader. Mm -hmm. She is also now making national headlines for saving the life of a choking toddler last month. Whoa. We're in the month of October, okay? Uh, Tyra and her teammates from Rockwall High School in Texas had been aboard a homecoming parade float waving to the crowd when she saw a woman holding a toddler and crying for help. The two-year-old boy who had been choking on a piece of candy was quickly turning purple when Tyra spotted him from the float. Okay? Wow. Yeah. All right? I'm not done. The boy's mother, Nicole Hornback, says she had tried to f- perform the Hemlock when these reading glasses. Heimlich. 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 There you go. Heimlich. Thank you. He's turning in his grave right now. I ain't even, right? <laughs> messing up his <laughs> name. I can't even blame these on these glasses. I just can't read. Okay? The Heimlich? Yep. Yes. The Heimlich maneuver on her son. But since she never learned how to perform the technique properly, she failed to dislodge the candy. Wow. Let me tell you. Mm. I, when I lived out in Southern California, I got my, um, I got up early in the morning, some good friends of mine, and we went from LA to Long Beach to become certified uh-huh. in uh, first aid C- and being a CPR yep. and those types of things. Folks, it is very important that you be able to save your fellow citizens, fellow life mates' lives. And I, I thoroughly recommend um, any and everybody taking the time out to do it. It's really important. Growing up as a kid, we had this this ugly doll called Recessi Ann that they used to bring up in the school all the time and scared the hell out of us. But um, we learned how to perform basic CPR on mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, it stayed with me as an adult. And I've actually been able to perform it and save a few people's lives a few times in my life so if i can add please to that yeah jump right I, in. I, I would say i would co-sign that and say yeah. definitely for everybody that's listening if you yeah. have the opportunity it is definitely worth uh taking a cpr first yes. aid aed yes. course yeah. because it transforms you from a bystander and feeling helpless in a situation to being active and being Absolutely. able to and quite frankly, save a life if Absolutely. you ever need to. If no one else is around to do it, or everyone else in this day and age is standing around on their phones and recording mm-hmm. and instead of actually yes. getting uh, involved, being proactive. yeah, being That's proactive, right. you could be that person that could keep somebody else on this earth uh, a while longer. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, Avis and I were having that conversation um, as we were on the train on our way over here. Um, how important it is for us to participate and be active participants in our life's journey and aware you know but the cell phones is cool Mm -hmm. but like look around you 
you know, this idea, the MTA has this saying, if you see something, say something. Well, how are you going to be able to say something if you don't see nothing? Right. <laughs> see that. Okay. Or, or ignore it. Right? Ignore it or see that fist coming like at you. Somebody your else will get it. Yeah. Right. So, hoping, right. Hoping somebody right, else yeah, will get yeah. it. Yeah. How are you wishing that for your fellow like mates? But we're going to move right along. All right. So uh, the mother says, I just happened to look over to him and there was no noise. There was no coughing. There was no breathing, Hornback told KTVVT uh, in the interview. And at that moment, that's when I tried to give him the Heimlich, and I've never taken a class. To feel so useless as a mother mm. was the most terrifying mm. thing in my life. Okay? After Hornback started calling for help, Tyra jumped off the float and ran to the distressed mother's side. The senior then grabbed the toddler turned him upside down and dislodged the candy mm. simply by giving him three firm slaps on the back. Oh, okay. Okay. She, must, she has to have siblings or some younger yeah. siblings. That's You don't just come out of that with the blue. <laughs> Boom. That's a pro move. Yeah. Upside well, down. Well, here, here it is. Tyra says that she learned how to help choking children as a result of choking children herself. Oh, no, right. I'm, I'm reading the wrong <laughs> So oh, Tyra calls him, okay. So now Tyra we like, know the truth comes out. Tyra <laughs> like, I'll choke him. Right. <laughs> choke your kids. I'll choke you. Oh, damn, I'll choke you. I got to bring you back. <laughs> right. No, I'm, I'm joking, Tyra. My bad. Tyra says that she learned how to help choking children as a result of her mother working. Hold on, her mama do something. Let me, come on, computer. Ah, her mother working in the medical field. Okay. And Hornback could not be more grateful for the teen's intervention. Oh, so Tyra right Winters, big up to you, young lady. Yes. That is awesome. Cheerleader, the hero. Yes, Heroine. absolutely. Yes. Good job, Tyra. Absolutely. So that was that. That's the feel good story today, and I am more story. than happy to share right. that with 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 you all. And um, so yeah, let's be proactive in this. Yeah. All right. I feel good. You feel good? Yeah, yeah me too. Good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Kate, so, for sharing it. Oh, my pleasure. So we're going to jump. Y'all ready? Y'all yeah, ready for the go, dating relationship question of the day? Question of the day. Ah, we're about to get it in, son. <laughs> All right, here we go. So the dating relationship question of the day is, how would you describe a soulmate? Mm. And is it someone with whom to date and or be in a relationship with? Okay. So once again. All right. How would you describe a soulmate, and is it someone with whom to date and or be in a relationship with? Come on, y'all. Give me what you got. All Somebody. Right. Well, let's, uh, I'm, I'm going to defer to Avis on this one. Let her take well, take the lead. Oh, y'all too nice I up in here. We're going we to do some oh, podcasts where we fighting up in her. Come on, hater. Okay. Thank oh, you. Okay. Bye, I think I felt like a lot of people felt... Um, when we describe a soulmate, I think in the beginning, where is that whole romantic intimacy of meeting that one, in quotes, person for the rest of your life, life partner. Mm -hmm. But as I've grown and evolved into a different space, I see that it's way more, it's, it's a lot more to it than that. Absolutely. I think a soulmate is somebody that's part of your soul family. Mm, Someone mm, that you okay. resonate with on all levels, mm -hmm. mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And for me, I know that Kay, I'm from Bedside, is my soulmate, you know, part of my soul family. I have yes. a younger brother, Terrence. We resonate on that level. And even my mom, who passed away three years ago, is 
my soulmate. Yes. I think absolutely. if we would learn to get not necessarily get rid of the romantic side of the soulmate situation, Spring but up. see it in a see yeah. it in a different light and yeah. realize that you can be born, you know, in a family and that person not be your yeah, soul so, yeah. family. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You know, no matter mm-hmm. how we want it to be that way, you have to learn that it probably won't be that way. Yeah. But what I know is that, yeah, you can look at it as a romantic part of it and the person you may want to date. But for me, I needed something deeper than that. Okay. I was, you know, it's easy to meet people that you align with. Yes. That, that, that becomes easy. But when you automatically jump into the, in quotes, relationship part of it, I think it kind of spoils it sometimes. Mm. Because the next thing is, if you break up with the person, mm-hmm. right. the soul connection goes right. Away. Mm-hmm. And, and is mm-hmm. that person still your soulmate then? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I would think so. If you could learn to evolve past the anger that you probably built up inside of the breakup, mm-hmm. you better okay. get okay. ahead with yourself. All right. You better get yeah. ahead with yourself. So that was, that was my Divine. journey when I met Kay. And believe it or not, you guys, we met on a dating site. So automatically, of course, we think we want to automatically date that person. But I All think right. I needed to be reawakened into myself worth, yeah, okay. myself value, mm-hmm. you know, all those self perseverance, all of those things I needed in order to move and evolve and grow as a person. You know, if Absolutely. we could learn to generate off of that and those four main core issues of spiritual, mental, physical, and emotional, we could have a lot of people in our soul space. Okay. I think that's deep. Yeah, that's, uh, that's heavy. That's, yeah, that's deeper than what I was <laughs> prepared to. Uh, I, if, if, you right. I, I think Avis, that was beautiful. That's yeah, the, very that, that's beautiful the whole podcast. It, it Look, from, good podcast over, y'all. Right. Let's get, I don't need even we, need to speak. I can come back done. on the next topic. We, Moving yeah, on. We, <laughs> shoot, we, um, who can add or take away from that one? Not no, me, certainly. Oh, but yes. uh, my definition: Does a soulmate exist? I, I would say yes. However, mate is mm. singular. Mm. All right, and uh, in this journey that that we all share of life, we meet. And we are several different people throughout that journey. And so for me to say soulmate, meaning exclusively for one person, that this is going to be the only person that can resonate with me and my soul for the entirety of my uh, existence mm-hmm. on this plane, I think is a little um, a little shallow, I would say. Absolutely. Uh, it, yeah. it, yes. I, think, sure. I believe there are multiple soulmates yes. that we can meet at any point on our journey through this phase um, there's so many souls I mean they're right to exactly, to enumerate. exactly. So, so the to lock into a one, singular soul mm-hmm. that's crazy uh, it, yeah. it's it kind of restricts you absolutely now it doesn't necessarily and, and I agree with Avis that the definition of soulmate in the traditional sense and I, I'll read uh, what I found from from the Oxford dictionary it says a person again with the singular ideally suited to another as a close friend or romantic partner, um, yep. I, I think, I think it's a little, it's a bit of an oversight with that definition. Can I, can I jump yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, please. so, absolutely, spot on with what you all are saying. Which I just wanted to insert this. I think Hollywood has mm. a lot to do mm. with shaping that yes. narrative absolutely. and having yes. people believe that absolutely. a soulmate okay. is some sort of life partner life partner life mate and a soulmate are not necessarily the same thing so i one of the things that i looked up in research for example uh let's see here's a quote from as good as it gets you make me want to be a better man you know for me i'm like listen you should already no one should make you want to be a better anything 
you should already be operating inside of being that better person and knowing what that better person looks like to you. And not so that you can align with someone else, but so that you can find your core values, your core elements, and move inside of that. And what will happen as a result of that is those people will naturally gravitate towards you that are part of your soul family. And here's another quote real quick uh, from Fools Rush In. You're everything I never knew I always wanted. So once again, oh, these are quotes from Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, does it apply to Right, they're beautiful life, words. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So now we're just saying words. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and without really giving those hours words on meaning. that script. Yeah, right. spent, yeah. spent for, that, right, for that for that for that line right there. So so I agree with you know with what you all are saying and your understanding of what a soulmate is what a soulmate's supposed to do, you know. So, yep. just oh, I'm sorry, just no. a quick statistic here. And before we get started, we are not relationship experts. This is part of the journey of talk it over in order for us to grow and evolve. To always go back to the question is, can we talk it over in bed? You better go mm. ahead with so yourself. So the reality is, I pulled up the statistic, and you guys won't believe this from the science of people. Mm-hmm. Come on, oh, yeah, I believe in seventy-three percent of Americans believe in soulmates. More men than women hmm. believe that they are destined to find their true soulmate. Male seventy-four percent, female seventy-one percent. Okay, I, I, I'm glad you pointed that out, right? Because uh-huh. there's there's something that I think we really need to to break into again with that Hollywood narrative yes. and really this this creation of this Disney like <laughs> yeah. metaphor yeah. of what life should yes. be versus what life actually is. And so right. can you can you read that again what you said about the sure the male can. perspective how they believe 73% of Americans well I'm sorry 73% of Americans believe in soulmates but more men than women believe that they are destined uh-huh. To find their one true soulmate, destined. male seventy four, destined, destined to find destined that to find one, man. right? That, so that one so that's true. Prepared. So, so we have these, we have these males, who are or people, period, perpetuating these false narratives, a false understanding of what soulmates yes. really are. Yeah, yes. and right. I think again, going back to when you said that one, so we're we're cutting mm-hmm. off all of the other experiences yes. and possibilities yes. because we have this belief that there's only one person out there. This this planet is populated with, what is, what's the number, like 8 billion? Yeah, almost, yeah, almost, yeah, almost 9 almost billion eight, now? Yeah. And you mean to tell me you just that, to lock I, into that I, one? I, got, yeah. I have that's, what? Right. That's uh, limited. 60, 70, 80 years to find one right. one person? Right. That's supposed to, I, you know what, I'll right. take my losses and be happy with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, I, like and, I don't need to... No, I agree. And, I and, totally and, and back agree. to one of the points that Avis made. So what happens when this quote-unquote soulmate, you all are no longer in that relationship? Is that person still uh, your soulmate? Yeah. And good, so, yes, they can be if you do that soul work. Yes. Um, well, here's a, but, here's a better yeah, question. Come on. Jump in. And this is for both of y'all. Uh, don't ask talking, me nothing. Don't, all right. So the Avis, <laughs> yes, Avis, sir. the spotlight's on you. I may or may not be able to answer. Does, does a soulmate necessarily have to have a positive influence even though you may gain positive insight does a soulmate necessarily have does the experience with that person have to necessarily be positive what what if we connect on so many levels but we have so many differing points of view that the tension and the the conflict 
brings about something greater in both of us. Yeah. So even though we may not be able to uh, quote unquote have a, a, a congenial relationship as a unit together, could you still be my soulmate if through the conflict we both have grown? Absolutely. Oh, actually, the conflict can... is more of the ego. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you cannot actually like your boss at work and resonate with something on a soul level. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, mm. you know, it, it, it's, it's all part of the... So, the cycle. idea, actually, I can I can insert and answer this Oh, one. we can. All right, yeah. we, yeah. so we can, can, open we can ask you this question. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Oh, so smart. I'm like, you're about to hit me with a blockbuster. I'm going to be back here back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very, that's a fair point. Yes. So, once again... But the I so then the idea behind a soulmate is not this singular entity or singular entity, but it's at least in our opinion, right? Yeah. Well, yes, in our yeah, absolutely, yeah. in our humble opinion. I mean, so there, there's, we have no idea how many souls yes. are moving through space, mm -hmm. right? At at any given time, it could be infinite, mm -hmm. or it could be finite, but it's so finite that it seems infinite to mm -hmm. us. So there are so many different possibilities and exchanges that people can have not to not to be locked into a singular one yeah. as to make the assessment that a soulmate is something or someone singular in right. your life's journey only or one experience only one opportunity to have this connection so right. what if you what if you believe in polyamorism right hey right that's a so and and that's and so you're 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 adding other souls correct into that correct. into that framework mm -hmm. yes. and there's right? people out there that, that have yeah. successful sure. healthy polyamorous relationships yeah. it may yeah. be considered taboo by the mainstream but sure. um they, they definitely exist uh i mean how many souls how many souls have we encountered everybody or, exactly right. in this room encountered mm -hmm. and had mm -hmm. experiences with mm -hmm. that even for the briefest amount of times, mm -hmm. like I've literally met my soul mates before and it was a brief amount of time mm -hmm. where literally mm -hmm. we walked past each other. Mm. Um, mm. I had an experience maybe 20 years ago. I'm walking through Midtown Manhattan. I'm with one of my um, one of my good friends, Ron, and we're walking down uh, 42nd Street. And I kid you not, this woman and I walked past each other and we had every we married we divorced we loved we had children it all took place in a matter of seconds it might have been a past connection it, it right. might have been a yeah. previous lifetime exactly that you just yeah just in on. that moment yeah. yeah so my friend ron goes yo what yo, was that? she wanted you yo how come you ain't stop right. to kick it to her how come right. you ain't stop to talk to her I said, because we did everything our souls were supposed to do wow. in that moment. Wow. I, this was over 20 years ago. I still remember it. And I still equate her to one of my soulmates. What was, and it was amazing. What was your friend's response to that? What, what, what level was he on when you said that? Yeah, he, <laughs> was, he was, he was <laughs> definitely <laughs> operating out as a lower base self. He was like, well, I'm going to go get a phone number. I'm going to go talk to her. Yeah, he was operating on a lower. Got it. Okay. So it didn't right. resonate with him right. like that. Right, right, right. Which was, that was okay too because she and I both understood it. Okay. We literally locked eyes and this literally couldn't have been more than three seconds mm. long. Wow. But in that three seconds... Like, I didn't look back, and I know she didn't look back. Mm. Because we, everything in that three seconds, we done. did everything that mm. our souls needed to do. That was one of the best relationships I'd ever had. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you so, know what I'm saying? So, 
I want to. Uh, yes. I want to read something yeah. I found from from um, attributed to Janet Zimmerman. This was on on our website. Uh, she says the universe brings you the right person based on where you're at. Absolutely. Depending on your level of consciousness and where you need to grow the oh, most. All right. So. If you're waiting for someone, and she goes on, if you're waiting for someone who meets your every wish and need, prepare yourself to be I single for a very long time. Absolutely. All right. So if you're, what? if you are one of those, the, the, and I got to speak to the males here, that if you're one of the 74% <laughs> that believe you got one, one soulmate and only one, then you, like they said, uh, like Janet Zimmerman said, prepare to be single for a very long time because nobody, I think, wants to be alone in this journey. And and we all consider ourselves. We all know our, our self worth. Uh, but when you hold on to the conviction that you can only be happy, or that your your uh, level of happiness can only be exceeded with one person and one person See, only, yes. you cut off. Yeah, you cut off a of lot of possibilities. Fantasy. That's what we mess to up. Totally at. agree. I would just say this: we all actually don't know our worth. And therein lies that's part true. of the that's problem. That's true. Yes. So we're yeah. all yes. we're all still trying to find. But I agree. Yes. We're we're trying to find our worth. worth. Yeah. And but the key is to align yourself with those who actually know their worth. That's in alignment with yours. With where and you so, are. Yeah. Right. And so a relationship becomes value for value. Right. Who am I? What are my values as it pertains to my choices? Right. So then we can find those souls, and we can find that it's not singular, but there are many. I mean, everybody in this room right here, right now, is a soulmate of mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that we're supposed to do anything other than talk it over in right. this bed and have right. meaningful dialogue and discussions. Does it mm -hmm. mean have intercourse? Intercourse and intimacy are not the same. No. And so we have to actually start stop saying words and start to be able to shape and create narratives based on what things are not what we want them to be and projecting see, it's like things. i was talking about earlier yeah. we meet people where we are yes kind of like what you said when well when i said that women always say a lot of times men are all dogs so when the universe brings you that person that you just said that men are all dogs what you know what does that make you because something inside of you is resonant with that resonating with that bringing them dogs that mm -hmm. you claim mm -hmm. is now the dog yes so I listened to this meditation, Kay, you know, Abraham Hicks, where they yes, say we meet people 87% of where we are. Wow. Mm. If we would focus on the 87% of all the resonance that you have with that person, but we don't. We see that 13% pop up mm -hmm. inside of that soul space and not realizing that the 13% is popping up because we're supposed to face that. See, Absolutely. we're supposed to help oh, that wow. person clear out that oh, okay. energy, too, for the 13%. Uh, but when we're looking for this perfect, in quotes, person, mm -hmm. we're missing out on the 87% because we are now so focused on what this person is doing wrong from the 13%. Wow. Come on. Come on with it. On on that. I like, I like the percentages, right? The 87%. Right. If, 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 we, if we hold on to this soulmate, perfect, perfection, right? 100%. Everything I ever wanted. How bored would you be Extremely. in life? If, yeah. And, and think about it. A soul, a soulmate. So we really want to be in a relationship with ourselves. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Right? If you want a hundred percent, if you got, if if you have a perfect soulmate relationship, whatever, where do you go from there? Right. Where Absolutely. do you go? Exactly. Yeah. You're perfect. There's nothing yes. that needs to be worked on. Yes. That's nothing right. needs yeah. to be worked on. Neither one of us need to grow. Neither one of us need to experience different things because perfection has been achieved. We might as well die. Might as well, there's nothing else to do. 
Y'all, y'all heavy hitters up in here, man. I'm trying. I'm hot. This, I know it's this whole perfection. You know, we're so imperfect that there's no. Well, what is that? What is perfection? I mean, so now we have to start a trying myth, to figure out. Right, exactly. It's a myth. Right. Well, Absolutely. It's like you said when you talk about the soulmate, where they said um, you find yourself caught in the cycle of fantasy and disillusionment because we looking for that one person. One yeah. person. So we fantasize mm, about yes. what it's going to look like. Absolutely. And then when it happens. You know, our perceptions and the expectations will have Too us so different. screwed yes. up. Yes. Like, we yes. expect this one thing and then something else yep. happens because yep. in your mind, this fantasy is not playing out the way you, you thought want it, it would. Yeah, not well, the no, that's called that reality. You're right. Oh, See, right. Well, we're so stuck in the fantasy mm-hmm. realm of anything that Disney. we can't be realistic right. Right. about what it really looks like and how it should be and what we will accept and what we won't accept. And this person is not going to be perfect because you're not perfect. Absolutely. So when a person so is saying you want to meet somebody perfect, you don't even resonate. Honey, you're with not that. perfect. How are you gonna meet somebody perfect? <laughs> right? How are you gonna perfect resonate with somebody right. that you're not? Perfect yeah. could be standing right in front of you, yeah, but you're because you're be imperfect, right. you won't you be able to know. recognize right. and identify. You're not on that wavelength. Do that soul work on self. Yes. Connect with one's own soul yes. and, and find how many souls have traveled inside of the body that you're inhibiting. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yo, this is this is a beautiful discussion. This is Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship show that begins in bed. And if you just jumped in, our, our topic has been how would you describe a soulmate? And is it someone with whom to date and or be in a relationship with? I got A Divine, the mastermind, who comes in from Philly to bless the mic. And we got my man Olin Gibson in the building. Oh, what's your what's your tag? What's your tag? Uh, we using it. big big O, keeping you in the know, giving you mo. Boom. Well, so when know. that comes on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all can listen. We we want feedback, right? Right. We want right. Oh, feedback absolutely. from y'all. Please. We got we got yeah. O. Gotta who's open in up these the lines know. one day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You look hit us back. We want to hear what you have to say. And once again, we're not subject matter experts. No. People always go KI no. from best stop. What makes you the subject matter expert on dating and relationships? And I go, look, I'm not. I'm right. terrible at dating and relationships. <laughs> but just because I'm bad at it don't mean you have to be. Right. We're just giving Learn. information. And our only question, we have really only one question and is, can we talk it over in bed? Mm. Boom. That's it. Everything else is a discussion. And uh, we welcome feedback. We welcome viewers, subscribers. Y'all come on so we can pay these bills right here. I gotta pay. I gotta pay a a divine the mastermind to come from Philly. I gotta pay Olin. Olin got muscles over there. I gotta. I gotta feed him. Got to feed them muscles. Groceries, yeah. Groceries are high. Sure. Got my producer Bumpy like looks on. Um, look at here, Wardy. Right. First, first one's free. Yeah, exactly. Get you hooked. Yeah, exactly. Then and after that, yeah. You gotta come back for more. You owe me dinner or something. Okay, stop playing. So yeah, so this is these are these are hot topics that we are more than happy to have discussions about, and it's that's really all we're doing is having discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, can we jump in and touch a little bit on our next topic? Because we got yeah, we got um, we got plenty of time. We got uh, we got about a good how much time we got? Bumpy? We're at thirty about thirty more minutes. Can we do like another ten more minutes? Can we do some do another do ten topic? more minutes? Uh, yeah, I just want to touch on um, because we got to get we got to get <laughs> Ava to buy here. Talk. Yeah, right. to my wife get here. Oh, okay, oh, all right. the wife's right. coming so in. Right. Yeah. Say no more. <laughs> oh, what time your wife getting here, Bumpy? 
so you want the second question what is the what is the transition from dating to being in a relationship okay yes that's the question how did you know what's the protocol come on what it no go ahead say it again what's the question yeah let's jump into this one yeah uh repeat the question please boxing gloves come on I'm what is the transition from dating to being in a relationship? Uh-huh. And how do you know? How do you what's know? What's the protocol? What is the protocol? Oof. All right. Uh, survey says. Well, me, me, personally speaking, this is just my opinion, and again, we're not experts. Um. I, I'd have to say the protocol is different, as as different as the two people who find themselves facing that question. Right. Everybody's coming from different walks of life. Everybody's going to be comfortable moving at different speeds, have different definitions of what dating is, what a relationship is, what it looks like, what is. And if you don't have those conversations or when that conversation comes about, you you have to be open and honest with yourself, what you want, what you're looking for. And you have to respect you have to respect the other person on the other side of that and be be real and say, look, this has been fun because the first stage is, is courting. Courting goes into dating, right? That's That's the easy phase. That's the fun, rose-tinted, I don't expect much, you don't expect much, we're just seeing where this goes, and we're having fun, we're enjoying. But also in that stage, you're not really meeting each other. You're meeting your representatives. Come Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're meeting your representatives. Yeah, you're meeting the straw man. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. You're putting, yeah, you're putting your best foot forward because yeah. you want to impress this person. Um, not me. Or maybe not. Maybe you I, not I'm want to impress this person and you're just like, you know, I'm just here for the ride yeah. because winter's coming along and, you know, who knows? Who knows what the yeah. issue is? But I, to answer the question directly, yeah. I think uh, the protocol differs as, as many individuals as there are that find themselves. What do, what do you think? Well, you hit on something key in that. that so these individuals who are courting and, and, and maybe looking to date need to be able to have these discussions sooner than later. Right. And that's so that's right. the and so that's the real other part of what this show is about is to be able to have these discussions and conversations about yeah. things that we don't have Dive in. that we should right Dive jump right in. in. Like, you know, six, twelve water. months down the road, now we've determined now that they done met our ugly family and we met theirs <laughs> and there's this connection. Like, yo, what happened to yo, what happened to Nas? Be like, oh um he we not rocking anymore it's like you know being able to get at certain questions that we can we can get at sooner than later right and it's okay you know and people say things like well i didn't want to hurt his or her feelings you're going to hurt them eventually you're going to hurt them you're going to hurt not only that the longer it goes the the longer it goes right so yeah. you're going to confuse yourself right, and another human right. being in a process where you can just be upfront and transparent and have a discussion about things. That's the difference between an adult and a child is adult is supposed to be able to have discussions. And that's, that's children you, are think, practicing. I think that's the best way to put it is that because it takes a certain level of maturity. Yeah. And we're, we're on one side. It's always easier said than done. Right. We, we talked about this earlier. Avis. Yeah. When you're in it, when you're in it, it's very it. different from being on the outside and, and taking an, that objective view. Yes. When you're caught in the whirlwind, right, of, of romanticism, of, of, yes. of feel-good feelings, butterflies in your stomach, mm-hmm. and nobody really wants to mess that up, right? right? They don't want to rock that boat. Yeah. So they may be hesitant to say that, that one question, what are we doing? Where are we going? Nobody really wants to bring that when things are going well, right? right? Um, but it does take that, that mature person and that person that has self actualize into yes. an adult 
to know what it is they want and to be honest with the person that they're seeing that, hey, this has been fun, but I need to know if you're going to be uh, in line or on board exactly. with what it is I want out of this this relationship. Absolutely. Or maybe not even and, relationship. And, this, this and how to cultivate and nurture that. Right. How, yeah. how, how do two or more individuals cultivate and nurture what a relationship is? And so, again, a relationship, by my definition and even for the show, I make it a mantra, is a relationship is value for value. Yes. People say things like, I'm in a bad relationship. There's no such thing as that. You're either in a relationship and a relationship is something that functions and works properly or you're in dysfunction. Mm. It's as simple as mm. that. So be able to clearly define these things. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that we do here is really define words, not just saying words at each other, but defining them and what do they really mean inside of what it is we're trying to cultivate and nurture. So a relationship is something that functions and works properly. A bad relationship is there is no such thing as that. That's what we, that's how and that's how we end up settling. Oh, I'm just in a bad relationship. Yes. And so we don't do anything about it. But if we know for a fact that we're in dysfunction, we have to take action. You're right. You're not going to drive a dysfunctional car because it's not drivable. Mm. If mm. you got a bad raggedy car, that's a whole other thing. And you'll allow yourself to be in that car until it breaks down mm. and causes calamity. Mm -hmm. But we want to be in things that function and work properly. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what a relationship is. Not to be preachy, but we need Straight to start up. defining these things so that we can cultivate and nurture what mm -hmm. it is, not what it isn't. Okay. See, even when you say, even when it comes to dating, we have to be real clear. Because I hear females say all the time, I've been dating this guy for three years and he's cheating on me. Mm -hmm. And I say, well... He's not cheating on you. You're dating him. Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. Dating is not a commitment. Know where you are. So when we, when two we thumbs automatically up. Yes, think exactly. because you have been seeing dating, having right. sex with this person yep. for the past three years. Uh -huh. Because Come men on. are honest that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Men are clear that way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Either they want a relationship, or they don't. They want friends with benefits, or they want nothing from you mm. right. at all. Mm. And so, so what when happens? You play the game yep. that you don't know what you want, but he's telling you what he wants. Come on. But in your mind, okay, but I could change that. Right. There right. you go. Yeah. So I the change. manipulation. I can, I can change. Change. But I can right. actually change, change what you're saying to right. me. Which I, it, I have a question. I have time. a question for that. Okay. And then this is directly. Because this is, this is something that I think is very, it, it's not exclusive, but it is specific to, to the females sometimes. And I've been in a situation myself where, like you said, the definitions or the signals or whatever it is that I want out of the situation are clear, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but because the other person has this secret or hidden perception that they're going to be able to change yes. me or that if I can just Big hang mistake. around mm -hmm. until he's ready, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it's going to turn into something else. Yes. And from a male standpoint, because I can't speak to the female experience uh, in, in this lifetime, right? Yes. From a male standpoint, we say, oh, that's just, that's delusional. Or, you know, this person is, and, and you know, love, men love to throw out the crazy word, right? They love too. to throw that out. But I want to know from, from your standpoint, what do you attribute that to for, for the younger females who are coming up or the, even the, the females who still find themselves in that position? How do you get them to understand or get into their, their mind of thought to say, listen, men 
men's agendas are not that hard to find out. Yes. And if you're creating an agenda in your head that has not been stated or is not obvious, then that's something you got to so, work on. So you know, I, you know what I, you know what I say to women who are looking for a relationship. I go, if you want a man, you have to know what a man is, mm. not what you want him to be. If you want a puppy. Go out to the, to the animal shelter or the store and buy yourself a puppy that you can control and they'll do whatever you want them to do. Oh, if you're boy. interested in cultivating and nurturing a relationship with a man, you have to know what a man is. That's a topic for another. I mean, Ooh, oh, absolutely. That's another topic. That's a topic oh, for Ms. another Charmaine, show. Hold on, I right think Ms. Charmaine might want to jump in and say something, something. Okay. Hi, I'm Charmaine oh. In response to Nas about recognizing what a, who a man is, I think you miss a point. And the point is the woman should know who she is. Ooh, who, she is. Well, yeah. no, no, who she is. No, no, because once yeah. she understands who she, she is, is, what her worth is, what she wants, she will attract there that. won't be right. a question Thank you. about oh. what his intentions Thank are. You. Because mm -hmm. as yeah, if he's saying he wants to date exactly. you and that's not what you want, then right. you, you already know. Right. You're gone. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Olin did make it very clear. Men are very clear yes. in their decisions. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, there can be deceit. Clear. Yes. Because there is there, there, yes. there's an understanding that mm -hmm. she's unsure mm -hmm. of who she mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And so he can move mm -hmm. in that because she doesn't understand herself. Yes. Right? Exactly. He knows what he wants and mm -hmm. expressed it mm -hmm. if he's forthcoming and mature. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, because it's about the word maturity here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then there is an understanding of what you want in a relationship. Can mm -hmm. we move beyond that? Mm -hmm. You know, conversation and communication is important in, in, in the transition from, you know, uh, courting to dating. Mm. Mm. And listening. I know. Why can't we, we just heat. date first? Like, for females, I, no, no judgment, but we just want to jump over here. Like, on the first date, you shouldn't be talking about marriage. Like you shouldn't be talking Ooh, about having, having a baby. So that's why the men get deterred a lot of times because I can't even enjoy my meal because here we go. Yeah, planning talking life. Talking about life, life and marriage. Moments. And this is only our first date yeah. because of our expectations. So you meet this guy. He has everything you want. A great job, a great car. The nice representative. Person, not like the representative of this person that you see sitting across from you at this table. And that's where the fantasy's coming at. Sure. He's everything that I could possibly want. So why shouldn't I bring up marriage? Where does well, that come from, that. though? We just on the first date, but... Where does that come from? Well, so there's the... to be with someone. So there's the, the, well, the there's the right there's the, the back to the narrative of the Hollywood yeah. the Disney the Hollywood yeah the Disney creating so those the narratives. So is that the man the, the woman the man? All right, speak I'm sorry for no. the narrative for the na Hollywood narrative for a right. lot of women the man is your worth. Yes. Right. So yes. that's why a lot of times women try to make men you know mm -hmm. yeah. at a certain age when we're young they try to make us into certain things and yes. then except like you said once a woman knows herself mm -hmm. yeah knows her own her own worth yeah. then she tries to find a man that matches who is that, that yeah. match that yeah. worth or still a little bit more yeah. Yeah. but right. it's that Hollywood narrative a man is your worth. Mm -hmm. So that's why True. they always True. it's always begging to that you know, goes back to that. Preach, you know what I'm saying? Preach, it's the fairy tale about us and females being married. You know, we are instilled right, with these baby right. dolls. Right, The values. The and the, and the, yeah. You know, you right. got females, when they was 10 years old, they've already picked no, up the their wedding. They know exactly how they want it. I've so heard it's, those it's, stories. It's, it's, it's their whole right. fantasy that, yes. about that, everything. We was raised that way to be instilled in that. You got, when you going to get married, oh my God, you still right, single? Right, right, right. That question. So you make a single person feel bad. Sure. 
They could have accomplished a million one things in life. Yeah, they could be on top of every everything. Right, but that one question: When are you going to get married? Like everything else they've done in life doesn't matter. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I know when I hit on a hot topic. When my engineer Bumpy Come jumps on, on the set, <laughs> so let me ask Bumpy jump in the business. It's we let talking me ask about something. Both of y'all, because I like exactly what what Bumpy yes. said. Mm-hmm. Let me ask both of y'all. Do you think that is an Americanized thing? Are there people from other cultures who have these same? I mean, I'm sure they have their own versions of differences, right? But is that an Americanized? Ideal? Is that something yeah, that crosses cultures? Yeah, because other cultures are now, now, you know. Can I just say I, a westernized? West, okay, westernized. Yeah, okay. That's well, a westernized I, culture. I'm, I'm from the Caribbean. Okay. And I think is, it's, it's, it's not a westernized okay. only, okay. right? Okay. It is, it's always been a value of, um, it, let's think about it. Uh-huh. It's about continuing the lineage. Mm. Right. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it may be simplified when you're going to get a, a husband. Mm-hmm. But it's still <laughs> continuing a life source of yes. who they are. It's an ego, right? Mm-hmm. Or they just want you to also suffer in a marriage like everybody else. <laughs> yes. but, Join me. But, but, Join but, me. But, you know, it is a fantasy. I'm co- it, it is a fantasy. It is everyone. Uh, and it's not, it's just as children, the fairy tales are mm-hmm. told. Uh, white horse, you know, Knight in shining armor. All, all, all that, yeah. you know, I mean, all that. We're and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. What is interesting that, that um, and I'm not uh, speaking from facts, but just from observation, is they're asking our sisters to find the mate, right? Mm-hmm. But, and, and, but you can't help but to look at your family as well and say, well, your life is not roses mm-hmm. and is mm-hmm. picket fence mm-hmm. and yes. perfect life mm-hmm. so i mean but we still women are, and men too do mm-hmm. want that mm-hmm. as well let's mm-hmm. not take that away yeah, no, you, you know what i you know what i saw in my family as it pertained to marriage i saw marriage as a three ring circus you got your mm-hmm. engagement ring your wedding ring mm-hmm. and your suffering. That's all I saw. That's wow. it. Look, my son so, is going through a divorce right now. He's been married for seven years, mm. and oh boy, I, I'm not gonna get into yeah, this. I ain't yeah, gonna tell you your business. It's the perception. It's the perception that we mm-hmm. get from our family. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. I grew up with my grandparents who mm-hmm. were married. Oh, and I look like that's that's how I want. Actually, right, that's the model to follow. Right. 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 Yeah. So even though my right. dad and my mom and their families, their children aren't. That's what I grew up but with. Right. You know what I'm teaches saying? Is about the so, model. No one teaches yeah. us about the model. Right. I, it's, know, it's, it's cool it's, to follow a model, but it's, it's like we're following the follower. Because who says <laughs> you want to be married? Right. You may want right. to be single for Come your life. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't exactly. make you no less than the married person. Right. Absolutely. It makes you happy, just like the person who, if he's happy married, he's happy married. Mm-hmm. So, let's say, because, uh, ABC. Yeah, is there is eight? No, 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 I just wanted to make sure we, because we, we're jumping into marriage now, mm-hmm. but right, and we skip we skip from courtship dating. <laughs> so let's go back to let's, let's, is there yes. right? Is there is there a protocol? Is there a protocol from like when do you know? Like, do you think that the, for all the dating couples out there and all the yeah. people who are looking for courtship, we we've already said that it's best to have that communication up front. Mm-hmm. But is there? Uh, too long, well, like we've been dating for this thing. long, I should have had this conversation, or is it too early to have this conversation? How, how does that? I think it, it depends on, on, the, on the couple, per se, you know, yeah. what really, really resonates with them. But, you know, 
uh, is your barriers down? Like we, you know, for some females, like is your barrier even down to move on to the next relationship? Really, mm-hmm. you know, have you really disclosed things that this man needs to know about you personally? Nothing, nothing deep, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily murdering somebody, but what is it that he needs to know about you? Maybe you have low self-esteem and you felt, you know, in your other relationships you wasn't worthy. So maybe he needs to know that in order to find out who you are as an individual and then base it on that per se. But if we're not even honest to the point where we can't even, you know, sit across the table and say, well, listen, this is what I want. I don't know how much time it's going to take for us to get there. And matter of fact, you might not even be the one that get me there. Mm-hmm. See, we want to say the transition and, and what's the protocol. The protocol might be this This was enough. Absolutely. This was That's enough. Important. The protocol mm-hmm. could just be, you know, we had this two months. Um, you know, it, it was really, really great. Mm-hmm. And now, um, you know, I want to move over here. Ah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be an extension of moving on to the next relationship as far as, you know. So, and so, so then that touches back on the soulmate thing, right? Because yes. this person, you what you may have advanced on a, or evolved into is a situation where you found one of your soulmates, yes. right? Someone who is maybe supposed to bridge, be the bridge between you and yes. your yes. life mate. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So wow, that was that, yo, was, that yeah. was awesome, a divine. Yo, that was cool. So, so yeah, let, it could be yeah. your best friend. Yeah. Yo, thanks and for that's helping. That's what we miss out on trying yeah. to have the intimate relationship. So thank God for K because I have never had a man in my life per se where I just had a male friend. Uh-huh. Now, not to say the traction wasn't there and all of those other things, but in order for me to really grow and evolve through my own self-worth and self-knowledge, it feels so good to have a soulmate or a man in my life that we can actually be friends and, and, and be nothing else. And if I can meet somebody and he can't get along with Kate, I got a problem with that. Because Thank people will look at him and Thank say, you. oh, my Appreciate goodness, you. well, what is it between you two that, you know, you can't leave Appreciate him alone? You. That's my soulmate. Thank you. If Thank a woman comes into his life and she can't deal with me, then that's a problem. Absolutely. Right. That, that's a problem because we have resonated in a place where we are part of the same soul family. Nothing's mm. going to deter mm. us or break Absolutely. that up. Right. So Absolutely. if another person right. coming into this mix is going to have a problem with it, then right. I'm gonna, yeah. that's not then the problem need to be with. Yeah, and, and that person is the problem. So we miss out on all of that. Absolutely. They could be an addition to that circle. Sure. Yeah. And if sure. they recognize that I am also an addition, then it wouldn't be a conflict. Absolutely. And it wouldn't Absolutely. be a the sense ego. of insecurity. Yes. Right. So yeah, right. it's a, you know, and, and like, wait, that's a beautiful relationship. Sure. It doesn't look like ours. Yes. And, and so let me just do something that would cause discord. Right. You know, but if they're, uh, you both have very beautiful soul relationships already, then that nothing cannot Absolutely. do anything to to you know move it beyond from what it is, yes. and they just have to just move on, and they play a role as soul 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 folks in your space. Absolutely, because then you sure. recognize what you're willing to accept and not accept. Thank you. Absolutely, yes. Um, I, I, I do like what you said about how it may have just been our time, right? It may have just been whether it's two months, four months, two years. It may have just been our time. Mm-hmm. It does not necessarily mean that, like like Nas said, we are life mates. Yes. But in that time, we could have been the soulmates we needed yes. for each other to grow for um, that time. For that time, yeah, you know, because now that it puts me transition, it puts me in a, in a better. It makes me. We have both evolved so that we can now resonate. Yes. Mm-hmm. For that person that should be our life mate. Um, One of the things I found 
on on mydomain.com by uh, Danielle Directo Messen, Meston. Apologies if she hears this. Um, and it's, it's about when do you know you want to transition from dating to a relationship. And what she says is, even if sparks are flying on every date and you have incredible chemistry between the sheets, it is not necessarily a guarantee that you are headed past the just seeing each other face. And that's where signals get mixed because we're assuming rather than having a conversation. I can't tell you when you're supposed to have that conversation. I can only speak from my experience of somebody laid out all their cards on the first date, I'm going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm glad I know that, right. but yep. good luck because I'm not ready for all that and you yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, we just met each other. Yeah. I'm not ready to get that deep yet. But there are people out there who want that sure. immediately. They're and like, they look, can, and yeah, they, and they can, can find it. it. Yeah. If and they know that's what that's they can That's just me, handle. right. And there's other, there's other people out there, partners out there who are like, look, I want the whole shebang bang Five kids, two dogs, <laughs> three houses. I want Christmas at my parents and thanksgiving at yours and new year's we take trips together and you know this that and the third and they can come with all their expectations and say but i also am struggling with debt or i've been floating between job to job and they can be completely open and honest and i applaud that Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think it's bad either way i'm just speaking what i can handle yeah so if you're that person that can be that open and honest good for you great i don't deter you i don't say you shouldn't but you know, just know where you are, where you stand as a person, as an individual, so that when you come across those moments where we can figure out where we are, courtship, courtship dating, relationship, you can be honest and open with the person that's sitting across from you. Yo, we about to, yo, excellent, outstanding, everybody. We're about to wrap this up. Um, I have a, I just have a, a, a comment for a friend who asked me a question and then we're going to wrap this up. There's, there's really no, uh, conversation other than, so a friend asked me, what's the protocol on going to a place without his mate? He's like, yo, I want to go hang out, but I don't want my lady to go. What should I do? And here's what I said to him. I said, you're not supposed to go anywhere that your mate can't go. So yes. if you're going somewhere and your mate can't go, guess what? You ain't supposed to be going. This your man, K.R. from Bed-Stuy. <laughs> Once again, you've been listening to another extension of Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship show that begins in bed. We're going to be back again. Um, I'd like to thank my special guest co-host up in the building. Look, take us out with something. Oh, Take us out with some Avis. Say something so we can get off this air so Bumpy Wife don't have to come up in here and whoop us. <laughs> Put the swizzle beats on us. Come on, A Divine, right. the mastermind. Well, thank you for following us on Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make sure you subscribe and don't forget to make the bed. Oh, make the bed, yeah. Uh, we'll see y'all again. we have more hot topics for y'all, so Absolutely. stay tuned. Hit that follow button. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you want to say anything, lastly? Oh, well, this is, was an amazing journey today. I learned a lot of a different perspective on, on these wonderful folks here today. And I look forward to hearing more. Absolutely. Discussion in the future. We'll talk well, it over. Will you come on and be one of our guests? Co-host one day. I think I can, I can handle it. You can handle it. You think you can do it? You think you can talk it over? I think I can talk it over in bed. Or in bed, bed or you can get in. <laughs> okay, so we can pull back the sheets. 
<laughs> she like, no, no, you, you always got to go there. I know. Always taking it I can't help far. myself. Listen, yeah. once again, I'd like to thank my show's producers, Anya Simakova uh, and Bumpy and uh, myself, K.I. from Bed-Stuy. Boom! You've been listening to Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. We hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.